Hello and welcome back to the Simply Me podcast. I'm Alexis. And I'm Kaylee. And... You started it off today, that's new. I know, I know, I know. I decided I should probably do it every once in a while. Um, We're doing spooky stories. Because it's October, which yeah. means Halloween is right around the corner. Yeah, I'm excited for Halloween. I can't wait. But then I always, rem- I'm like, you remember in the last episode when I said I need to like stop saying you can't wait you yeah can't wait. yeah and i'm just like i can't wait for <laughs> the end of october but then october is my favorite month so i'm like i just need to be it's your content. favorite month yeah it's fall and spooky season i just like it why what's your favorite month i don't know there's so many um <laughs> there's 12 <laughs> i've never really had like a favorite month but out of like the fall time probably november i mean i guess within november the snow starts to come and i don't like that i don't mind snow oh yes i like when it's snow on the ground but sun like but sunny okay yeah like i don't like when it's like gloomy and snowy and like icky and mucky and and, slushy yeah like that's disgusting but i like when it's like pretty white snow Mm -hmm. like the first snow is always fun and like and then we have thanksgiving mm-hmm. and we're having it at my house this year because we really? have it at my house every other year so which means we won't have christmas oh you guys aren't having christmas here no <laughs> where are you going for christmas we switch between my aunt so like one year we'll have thanksgiving and my aunt will have christmas and then the mm. next year she'll have thanksgiving and we'll have christmas so you we just prefer do- to have christmas yeah yeah, I for well, I mean, we have Thanksgiving and Christmas, <laughs> so we just like flip off every other holiday. So like, mm-hmm. then they'll have Easter, or like we'll have Easter. Yeah, and then I don't know. I like the years where they have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas, and then they have Easter. Yeah, because they're I don't know. I just don't like seeing my mom stressing about like making the food. Yeah, and I, I don't. Sometimes I kind of like the surprise of like, ooh, I wonder what they're gonna have. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I guess I will have that on Christmas, but, like, Thanksgiving, it's, like, she is always trying new stuff, my aunt. Mm-hmm. So, I like going there for Thanksgiving, be like, ooh, what's going to be here? Yeah. Who's going to be there? Because, like, I never really know. Because, like, obviously, when we have it at my house, my mom's like, okay, who's coming? I need to yeah. know how many chairs to set up and all this. Whereas, when we go there, it's, like, I don't know the game plan mm-hmm. at all, and it's just, like, I don't know the game plan, surprise. even though it's at my house. I just show yeah. up. I walk out my room, like, okay, who's here and what we need? <laughs> I don't know, but, um, and also they have a better, like, kitchen set up and, like, dining room, so we're all able, I mean, we all eat in one here, too, but it's just, like, it feels like an everyday dinner, because we're at, sitting at our dining room table, yeah. where I eat my dinner every night, so yeah. it doesn't feel as special, so I like eating, eating better there, whereas Christmas is more about, like, gathering, and, like, yeah. at the, and we have a bigger, like, living room, whereas they have a bigger dining room, Yeah. so it just makes more sense, and I wish we did the same thing every year, but, like, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, we do the same thing every year, and it's, I don't know, I don't know why they decided to have everything at our house, but more parking, like, <laughs> people can park in the street, I don't know, but it's insane. Do you have any, like, cr- creepy stories that have happened, like, things that have happened to you? I mean, I'm sure I do. I don't know. After reading these stories, though, like, everything's felt really creepy to me. I feel that. Because, like, so I started reading them, and then I went to my boyfriend's house, and then 
as I was like walking out by myself because I like park across the street. You don't pull up in the driveway? No, I park. Why? Like, I I don't. This man has a long driveway. I know, and he gives me shit for it all the time, and I don't need to hear it from you too. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, my ass would but, not be walking through the dark. No, I like park across. He didn't the walk street. you to your car. Ooh, he walks me to the door. <laughs> Does he watch you? At least walk out to you? I always... The door's shut, so probably not. (laughs) Even when you come over, I watch you get in your car just to make sure you get there. I, like, come in here and I watch you from the window. (laughs) But, I don't know. Well, your neighborhood's not, like, as creepy. You live in a gated community. So, I feel Okay, but... Just because, like, that almost makes, like... (sighs) I live in a gated community, yes. But the... So, when we hear stories, it's, like, almost, like yeah we hear them all the time and whereas like i feel like we both live in the woods but obviously they're like different types of woods yeah your type of woods would be scarier if someone was in them mm-hmm. my woods it's more likely that someone's going to be in them because they connect to two main roads i guess that's so true. it's way more like oh okay here i'll tell the story from the neighbor down the street <laughs> So, when we first moved into this neighborhood, the neighborhood stopped before the road that we live on. Yeah. And it was all woods back here. All three of these streets were Mm -hmm. woods. And then they paved the dirt road, and we lived on a dirt road for a little while as our house was being built. Yeah. And this was all woods. And after each house, obviously, there was less woods and less woods because they'd take down that lot. So, about, I would say, maybe three or four years after we moved in, Pretty much the whole street, like, the lots were filled. Yeah. There was houses on them. And there is a house on... So, we live in a cul-de-sac on one end, and there's a house on the cul-de-sac on the other end. Well, the backyard of that street, if you live around here and know Capitol, mm-hmm. it's a... Is it a highway? It's... Uh, I, I don't think don't it's a think highway. It's a highway, no. It's, a, it's, it's just, just a busy a ba- road. Yeah. It's just there's a... There's a four-lane yeah. road, just busy road. Yeah. So, it's pretty high traffic area and so that house on the cul-de-sac backyard is capital yeah and also connects to the church on jefferson oh so there's a just a little tree line that like distinguishes between the two well what they didn't know when they moved in is that the church because it's on this house like it's on the river yeah or like the creek or whatever so the church since it's in their property, part of the water, they have a little bridge that goes over it. Mm-hmm. Well, what we didn't know is that that little bridge connected to their backyard. Okay. Like, at the end of the tree line. Yeah. So, people were able to be walking on Capitol, walking on Jefferson, at the church, whatever, just cross the bridge, and here they were in the neighborhood, just through a little tiny backyard. And so, the family that lived there at the time, the husband was at work... And the wife came home. I don't know if she worked or not, but I know she came home Mm -hmm. and just felt like something was off. I hate that feeling. I I feel like I feel that all the time. I'm just like always on edge. Felt like something was off. So she went to the neighbor Mm -hmm. and was like, please come in and walk through my house. Like I just, I have a weird feeling. Yeah. And she came in through the front door. And so then he went in through the front door and kind of peeked around the house, looked in the bedroom and saw a man sleeping in the bed. So he came out and he was like, oh, her husband's name, let's say it was Bill. Okay. Yeah. Bill. So let's say Bill was sleeping or he came out and said, 
oh, it's just Bill. He's sleeping in the, um, he's sleeping in the bed. Like, it's no big deal. You're fine. She goes, oh, no, no. I know my husband is at work. I just talked to him on my way here. So he was like, well, then I think we need to call one. <laughs> and so they called the police and they showed up and they went through the house. And this man, because no one had been in the kitchen yet. So when they checked out the house, there was spaghetti sauce splattered all over the kitchen and a huge bag of towels, like hand towels, that didn't belong to the house. Like, this man brought his own towels, splattered spaghetti sauce, and then, like, I don't know if he brought the towels to, like, it was like a Goldilocks situation. Like, he, like, I don't know if he made the spaghetti or if he just splattered the sauce, whatever. Nothing was stolen. Nothing was broken. There was just spaghetti sauce all over the kitchen, a stack of towels sitting next to it, and he was sleeping in the bed. Was he mental? I don't know. I know they had to tase him five times okay. to take him down. Oh, my God. How are these men just out here taking it like it's nothing? I know. I'd be... <laughs> but, yeah. So, I just remember the night after it happened, one of my neighbors came over and, like, knocked on the door, and it was, like, 9 p.m., and we were, like, what, what the heck? Like, hi, we've talked to you, like, twice, or, like, yeah. when you moved in, but, like, yeah. what's up? And she, like, told us the story, and we were, like... Oh, so now they have a fence going off that area and they've talked to the church about like where the property line is. So I don't know. That's sketch. How did been... they, he just like broke in the house? Like, I, yeah, that's what I don't know. Like, I'm confused. I don't know. See, this is why I will have an alarm. Yeah. Because it will be armed while I'm home and while I'm gone. I mean, we have one, but when was the last time we used it? Does it even work? I don't know. We have the ring doorbell now though. Yeah. So that's a little more like yeah secure but well because i felt so safe when i lived with my sister because i had as they soon as i got on home, the windows yeah they have alarm on the windows i literally if they're opened or whatever yeah. and then there's like the glass shatter mm-hmm. um so if like if someone did break in like the alarm would go off and it did go off once but it was because charlie brought a rock in and dropped it on the floor and it like yeah it got, it's just like a loud noise. yeah yeah but i felt so safe so like definitely when i move out i need an alarm system just to feel like security i don't know but, I mean, mine's, like, more of, like, a supernatural one. Not really even. I feel like, um, so there was this, like, last year, I think it was, one of the YouTubers, like, that I watched, she's a beauty guru, she was going through, like, like, she had just moved into a new apartment, and, like, she was having weird things happen, like, supernatural things happening, and you could see it, like, in her face, like, it was, like, draining her, but she couldn't move out because she couldn't find a new apartment, and she just started that lease, so then she, like, went home, but she, like, she works in California because she's an influencer, so, like, she had, like, events and stuff to go to, but, like, when I would watch her videos, I'd get so spooked, and one time I was, like, I had just finished watching one of her updates on it, and, you know, like, when you walk outside of my room, there's the Keurig stand and then i have the cups one of the cups on the shelf literally it sounded like something like like something hit the house almost or like looked as if like something hit the wall and it like made like the cup fly off but the cup fell off the freaking shelf and it landed like all the way over by the dining room table like it didn't like it looked like it fell off and then hit the thing and like hit the counter and then fell no it flew off the shelf and i just like picked it up and put it back up there and i was like i'm not gonna feed into it but what the fuck just happened so freaky i know i think i feel like that's the thing like if you don't feed into it 
I mean, obviously, there's, like, different levels of extreme, but I think you can, I think you have, like, your mind has the power to freak you out more than something should. Oh, 100%. Mine does constantly. Yeah, like, you're able to, you'll start seeing things, hearing things, like, the more you think about it. Mm -hmm. So, not saying that I don't believe in these things, because obviously I do, or else I wouldn't be, like, sharing these stories, but I just feel like sometimes your mind can multiply it by 15, and then you're more likely to see something, and then, like, your whole life is really scary, so. Because your brain does play can play oh, tricks yeah. on you for sure i forgot what that's called in psychology freaky i don't know because <laughs> no, there's something like where i can't like control it... my brain like even when i'm thinking i'm like kaylee stop thinking about it but i like can't stop yeah like my mind just keeps re- like and i'm just like i'm over here about to get haunted <laughs> i don't know but i know okay so both of my stories are um because i don't know it's I don't know the copyright on these things mm-hmm. um we're not making money off this podcast just put that yeah. out there so like don't try to come for us if we're stealing the story but <laughs> <laughs> it's all google <laughs> i promise you will we're not making any money that you are missing out on but i don't know i just found these from esquire okay i have one that actually like happened in my area and with dennis yeah so um, and then I have a couple that I wanted to share from, like, other podcasts, like, My Favorite Murder, they do a lot of hometown, like, people will send in stories about, like, things that have happened to them, so I stole some of those, <clears throat> not gonna lie, but, um, do you want me to go first, since I have, I'm gonna share three, because I have the one and then two short ones. Sure. Okay, Is, are yours long? Yeah. Okay, alright, perfect. Okay, so, I think it was two summers ago, I got home, and Dennis w- had, like, told me dennis is her mom's boyfriend boyfriend. yeah sorry should have said that (laughs) but um dennis had said that one of his ex-girlfriend's daughters was texting him and i was like she's texting you like why is she texting you and he's like oh well she'll text me like um every so often and we'll catch up and i was like okay whatever and then he read me the texts hold on let me find it i took pictures of them so I guess he, she had called him and said that she needed help and Dennis didn't know she, where she was. Like he, I guess she was the first thought, like her first thought was to call Dennis. I mean, I guess if I was in trouble, maybe I would call Dennis, but um I mean, you did whenever your cars I know, whenever up. I have car issues, I'm like, "Dennis, <laughs> come help me." But like she called him and said she was in trouble, but he, she didn't give him any details. So then on june 12th 2018 he texted her and said here's the deal if i don't hear your voice in 10 minutes i'm going to call the police and report foul play and that was a tuesday and then the next day on the wednesday she replied back and said i need you to come get me and dennis said where are you and she said i'll call you when well she said i'll call you when i can't talk which i think she meant can't Can't talk talk, and he said okay And then she texted him after he said okay and said, you texted me okay, just made it worse. Don't respond till I call, but I need you. I'm in trouble. I'll call you okay. Which, why would you say say okay okay, if you didn't want to respond? But he didn't reply again. So, like, that was when, um, I think that's when Dennis, like, showed me the messages. And I was like, um, sir, like, it sounds like she's in trouble. Like, like, we need to do something. And he's like, well, I don't know where she is. Like, she didn't give me any context. And or context and then later that night she texted him again and said never mind don't tell my mom so don't you think that's just like a little sketch well it turns out which this like is full circle turns out 
she she had a best friend mm-hmm. and her best friend was married to a man named daniel lynn and i'll say his name because you can look it up in the news um and he was having an affair with I'm, i think her name was christy oh yeah so daniel was having an affair with christina and christina was the one that was texting dennis mm-hmm. and um his daniel's wife was christina's best friend best friend quotes yeah. you know because they're like she's having an affair with um her husband but it turns out that his wife found out and they were like she was obviously pissed so i guess daniel and christina had been in a relationship prior to them getting married like her best friend getting married to him and it was like very domestic like domestic violence all the time like cops have been called a lot well um i guess daniel decided that he was going to kill christina he took they're from south bend indiana Mm -hmm. like daniel lived in granger where steve lived down the street from where we lived like me and my mom and so he took her took christina to i think it was wyoming so he took her because they have property out there so he took her out there and i guess they were out there for a few days and that's when christina was texting dennis and was saying like she needed help because she was like scared like she knew something was gonna happen well he killed her and buried her in a shallow grave and they couldn't they didn't know like what happened like it was a couple weeks because it happened in a different state so like they had to go through the investigation and everything and then um daniel fled back to indiana or michigan actually because that's where we live you know this my street the dirt road where Mm -hmm. you turn where the curve is and then there's a little um it's called like owens landing i think it is it's like a uh like to the left yeah to the left if you're coming to my house yeah um it's like a uh a campground and you like can take your boats there and put it in the lake they found him there he was hiding out for a couple weeks there and his wife was like hiding him out there and i guess investigators were like sitting on the street because they did a whole video like documentary on it like her mom spoke about it like in it and everything and me and my mom and dennis watched it because obviously dennis knew christina when she was little because he so was christina the best friend or was she the wife christina was the best friend okay so she's the one having the affair with him having the affair and was in a previous relationship before he got married yep yep Yep. you know the wife's name uh okay i'll just read this so abc 57 posted a little article it says daniel lynn has pleaded guilty to killing his girlfriend whose body was found which they refer to him her as his girlfriend but can like i guess he was married and had a girlfriend i don't know um whose body was found in a shallow grave oh minnesota i don't know why i thought it was a w um a shallow grave in northern minnesota last year daniel lind 40 of south bend pleaded guilty wednesday to second degree murder without in without intent while committing a felony according to online re- court records which without intent you were telling me he didn't take her there to for, to, for a vacation or like he there's like what that he obviously had it planned out like why else i don't know and then it says lynn was charged in the death of 28 year old christina woods also of south bend woods remains were discovered on july on pro- on 
property owned by a family member of Lynn's, and then it said investigators found a fire pit on the property that included metal buttons from jeans and a necklace. Wood's body was found wrapped and bound in a fresh grave. Lynn was captured in a campground near Edwardsburg, Michigan. His sentencing is February 25th. He was sentenced to 16 and a half years, which, which I don't think is long enough. I feel like he should be in prison for a lot longer than that and he said he committed to the crime and yeah. it said that like his um i think his wife was there because she in minnesota yeah i read like three different articles so i have to find the right one which even the mom spoke out well, obviously the mom she said i think he deserves more time i think he deserves more time <laughs> is what she said um she said i'm just still comprehending everything he wouldn't look at us he wouldn't even speak at the hearing which yeah, you freaking killed her daughter, like, a ma- I can't even imagine, like, like, and even the judge said, I hope when you serve your time, you understand what you did and, like, have some remorse, because, like, he didn't look at them, he didn't speak, like, he didn't apologize, he didn't do anything, and the thing is, is that I used to hang around this man when I was younger, Yeah. because one of my elementary school best friends, this was her uncle, and I, like, I always hung around with her. Like, I was with her every single day, and they li- he lived in the same neighborhood we did. And the fact that the, I know him, and Dennis was in communication with the girl he killed, it's just, like, so weird. Like, and then he was captured literally not even a mile away from my house. It's just, like, what is happening? I mean, at least the murder didn't happen a yeah. mile from your house. Yeah. That'd be really yeah. freaky. Yeah, but she had, she had, like, four kids, like, it's just insane. And in the article um, and in the documentary, their her mom and kids were like, yeah, she loved butterflies and, like, had a bunch of butterfly tattoos. So, like, we refer to, like, her spirit is, like, when we see butterflies, she we know that she's near. And I was like, that's just so sad. I can't imagine, like. Yeah. I just wonder what set him over the edge because. I don't know. If they were just having an affair there wouldn't be really anything to unpack there. So unless the wife mm-hmm. got pissed yeah, and said something and made him do something crazy or if she was doing some crazy stuff, uh-huh. saying that she was going to tell everyone, there, there must have been something that broke yeah. him and that made well, him snap. Well, it says his wife, Brooke, so her name's Brooke, okay. um, has been charged with crimes as well in Michigan. Robertson plans on attending that case as well. I think her last name is Robertson, like Brooke Robinson, um, which in the article, it said that she had witnessed the crime. So, I don't know if she was getting, like, she was in Minnesota with them. I don't know, like, if, um, in the documentary, it almost sounded like they both wanted to kill Christina because it was, like, bringing in complications in their relationship. But it's just, like... Why wouldn't you just end the affair then? Yeah. Like, he, Why'd you have he's to the one die? in the wrong. Like, they're saying, oh, let's kill her when actually it's Daniel. Like, obviously, if she's friends with Brooke, like, that's kind of shitty. But you don't just kill someone to, like, end up... Like, this just created a problem for him for the next 16 and a half years. He lost, yeah. like, Like, you could have just... It's just absolutely insane how, like, when Dennis told me after everything... When did he tell you all this? Uh, I think it last summer was when, um, 
like everything came out in the news but like obviously i knew the day he told me about the text the day christina was messaging him and i was like bro we gotta figure out something he's like i don't know what to do and i'm like okay that's true you don't know what to do but just like i mean not when like obviously we couldn't have done anything to really did save he have her. to go to court since he had the texts mm, no that's ridiculous he, but in that he had multiple conversations with investigators like the police okay, did okay. call him but like okay like i was like why i even in the documentary i was like why didn't they put you in the documentary like she was contacting you so that doesn't make any sense i mean how but how many other people was she in contact with yeah i don't know it could have been other people it was just mostly like her family yeah like talking about who she was as a person and all that but i just can't imagine having the balls or the heart or the gut to take clothes off of take every belongings off of a woman that i had just killed burn them wrap her up in plastic or whatever he wrapped her up in dig a grave and put her there and just go on with your life like the fact that people because that happens a lot like dig well it. because i think it's because you don't necessarily like okay obviously we don't know what's going through his mind what his attention was whatever but in a lot of these cases it's it was the heat of the moment thing like someone threw throw something or someone pushes someone and it yeah. kills them it wasn't necessarily it was obviously intent to hurt them but yeah. it wasn't necessarily intent to kill them and once that happens your body isn't like oh my gosh this is so sad like your instincts are yeah. like i need to hide this yeah. i can't let this ruin my life because a lot of times it is I don't want to use the word accident because that makes it sound like they didn't kill someone, but it was a non-intentional murder. Like, it was... Mm-hmm. Obviously, just, they meant to cause harm, yeah, but... Well, I just think it's weird that all three of them went up. Like, I feel like it had to be premeditated if all three of them went to Minnesota. Because, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the relationship between the three of them. Yeah. But I just... I don't know. It was just crazy. Yeah. I just don't get why when she was texting Dennis why she wouldn't say, like, I'm in Minnesota, help. I don't know. Like, I, why Why be so vague? But when she was, like, you saying, okay, made it worse. Like, that clearly shows that, yeah. like, she's being harmed in some way. Because Daniel probably saw the text and was like, who are you talking to? And then he was, Daniel was probably the one that texted Dennis back and said, I'm fine, don't tell my mom. Oh, that's true. So, she's I don't know. dead. Was she dead when he got that text? I don't know. Because it was the same day. It was that Wednesday. Oh, okay. So... I don't know. It's just freaky. Yeah. This is why I have my location shared with multiple people. <laughs> <laughs> Literally same. But. Okay. Do you want to go with yours? Yeah. So, mine's not anyone I know. Um, the ones I found are just on, like, this Esquire or whatever. Uh, they're not all, like, supernatural. But the one of them I picked is completely supernatural. And the other one, like, it's kind of un unfinished unsolved as as far as this article goes i'm not actually sure like i could look more into it but um people are expecting foul play but it also could be supernatural play like Mm -hmm. we don't really know so her name is eliza and this happened in january of 2013 and she was staying at the cecil hotel in la like downtown la and i'm pretty sure she's from canada I know she's from out of the country because there was, like, a problem with, like, the international investigations. Oh, okay. Um, but she was vacationing and she was a, 
a vlog, uh, not a vlogger, a blogger. So a she blogger. was like blogging about like, you know, her trip and whatever. And then um, on January 31st, she vanished and they had like really nothing to go on. And then in February, and she vanished on January 31st. So when it says like that February, like it wasn't too much time had gone by. Mm-hmm. Um, they released uh, elevator surveillance footage of her right before her disappearance oh so that video that i showed you of her like she walks into the elevator and she pushes like five buttons and then she looks around kind of hides and she goes out the elevator and it looks like she's talking to someone but no one else is in the yeah i thought footage. it was creepy she like got up in the yeah corner and, like hid so if someone walked past the elevator yeah. they wouldn't be able to see her and then she got back in the elevator and like the door was like after she was pressing all the buttons the doors weren't moving at all Mm-mm. and she was like pressed them all again and then went back out in the hallway and looked like she was motioning to someone and it was just like like watching the video without any knowledge of like what is going on or what's about to happen whatever it's just kind of like what is she doing yeah like why isn't the elevator moving or at least the door closing because the door was yeah open the door was open like the entire time the video was like yeah four minutes long and then as soon as she got out and like vanished basically mm-hmm. then the elevator closed and, and was going to each floor and yeah. opening mm-hmm. and no one was in it and so i was like what the heck so this is where it's kind of like there's a wide range of theories that it could be like she was psychotic she was under demonic possession um there was a murderer outside of the view that we just couldn't see but like they haven't found her they no no wait hold on okay so in that time after right after her disappearance and investigations and everything were going on some of the hotel guests were they were starting to get some weird reports about the water yeah i've 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 heard this story before. oh shoot from where from my favorite murder but go on because i haven't listened to that podcast in like a year so oh, okay well i'm sorry if anyone else heard this story but they said that the water was black mm-hmm. and um, – but it would only be, like, black for a couple seconds and then go back to normal and the tap water tasted bad and it was had, like, a sweaty taste, they said. Um, someone said that it was strange – it was a strange taste. I can barely describe it. Can you um, imagine, like, showering and the water turning black? Well, it would be, like, black when they first turned off for, like, two seconds and oh. then it would go back to normal. <gasps> That's so Yeah, grimy. so – but the thing is, is this is a hotel. Yeah. So people are just like, oh, that's just how dirty this hotel is. Yeah. Like they didn't, it's not like it was their apartment and yeah. they're like, oh, what the heck? This is unusual or your house. And you're like, why the hell is my water black? Mm-hmm. Like, no, they're just a guest staying at the hotel and they go to shower and they're like, okay, that's gross. But like, whatever, I'm only going to be here for a week. So no one really like was reporting yeah. it because they're like, oh, okay, whatever. So then on the morning of February 19th, an employee climbed to the roof and used a ladder to investigate the hotel's water storage tanks mm-hmm. after hearing about the black water. And there was the decomposing naked body of Eliza. And her all of her personal items, uh, clothing, purse, all that stuff was found like right next to the water tank. Okay. And the tank actually had like a metal latch that c- can be opened, uh-huh. but... You have to have access to the roof, which is, like, you have to have some type of key because it has an alarm and a lock on it. So, it's not like you can just go up on the roof. It's not, Mm -hmm. like, a rooftop type of hotel. Yeah. So, 
I'm not going to go too much more into that, but, um... Can you imagine, like, going, oh, I'm going to check the water, find a dead body floating in it? Yeah, that... That's horrifying. But, no, okay, but here's the thing. So, if you go back and you look at the hotel's history... Yeah. This is why people think that it might have a demonic presence to it. Because if you go and look back at um, the history, the... So, it's a single-room occupancy hotel. So, pretty much everyone there is, like, single room, like, staying by themselves. So, Richard Ramirez stayed there, or he actually lived on the 14th floor for several months, and he was found guilty of 14 slayings in 1980. What? And then, um, Jack Unterweger is an international serial killer, and he was suspected of murdering three prostitutes during the time that he lived there. Oh, in 1991 God. and then in 1962 a female that was staying there jumped out of one of the hotel's windows killing herself and a pedestrian that she landed <gasps> on what yeah so like anywhere between what eight or no i'm doing the math wrong three plus two five to like 20 <laughs> deaths have been like so like there. like one of like one of them like possessed her that's what some theories yeah. say but i don't understand why would she undress and like drown herself like climb it up yeah climb up it and that's why some people are saying that it's like i i don't and, like, know do they not have any know. other cameras in the like they don't have cameras in the hallways to where they could see her like walking like to the door that that leads up to the roof like don't you think that they would have a camera there? I don't know. Yeah, you would think they would have one, like, by the water tank, honestly. But... Wait, so how long was her body there? Do you know? Before... They said they found it February 19th, and she disappeared January mm-hmm. 31st. Oh, so... So, a couple weeks. But, like, where this hotel is located, it's, like, Skid Row District in downtown LA, 16 miles Skid from Skid the... Row? Isn't that where all the homeless people are? Mm. Or No. I don't know. Do you want me to look it up? Yeah. I think it is because I've seen on the Kardashians, they'd go to Skid Row and, like, help out, like, with all the homeless people. Of homeless people in the United States. Okay, so so it is. Probably. Okay, yeah. It's known for its condensed homeless population. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So, So it's it's not a good area to begin with. It's, yeah, a few blocks from Skid Row, 16 miles from Santa Monica beaches, 8 miles from Hollywood's Walk of Fame, and 12 miles from the glamour streets of Beverly Hills. So, wow, it's kind of crazy how you go from like suit in California, it's like yeah. super rich, and then you're just like the poorest of the poor. It's just insane. Which California isn't California the state that has the m- most homeless people? I have no, no clue because literally Skid Row, like, I don't know. So, it also says that detectives were treating this as a suspicious death for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, because falling into a covered water tank behind a locked door on top of a roof would be kind of like a unlikely accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but after the autos- autopsy, they said the cause of death is deferred, so they hadn't even, like, agreed upon something. Like, she didn't have, like, water in her lungs or anything? Um, it says... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold my questions for the <laughs> Raise your hand. <laughs> um... 
It says any marks, injuries, or wounds would suggest she had died elsewhere and was dumped into the tank. Perfect. Wait, what? It says all these are what ifs. So, I don't know. So, they don't even know for sure. But this was in 2013. To this day, nobody knows how she died or how her body got there. This was in 2019. It still says to this day, nobody knows how she died or how they got their body there. They didn't, like, determine how she died? She was a 21-year-old Canadian college student. They ruled her death as an accidental drowning, but that obviously just, like, fueled speculation because how do you just accidentally drown in a water tank where... I mean, maybe she committed suicide, but don't you... Not not that, like, it's easy, but don't you think she would have... If she wanted to commit suicide, she would have done something like jumped off the building like the other woman did not yeah but just with that hotel foot the elevator footage beforehand yeah she was definitely tweaking out because she was like doing weird things with her arms like this and like she was like she was acting like she was hiding i don't know that's because she called her parents every single day like checked in said that she was okay and all that stuff and then the day she disappeared is the day the call stopped so literally that day they They called the police because she didn't call that one single day Mm -hmm. like that's not a water tank that you exactly that's not a water tank that she just falls in no you have to climb that and if someone did kill her i mean maybe if it was a large man it wouldn't be hard to carry a smaller woman up a ladder but like holy shiz can you imagine finding that out when literally like if you stay there you're like wow i literally showered in water that a woman was dead people decomposing corpse in oh but it's just so i'm so glad that you like did that one because i like since i heard it before but okay so i don't get how she got in because the tank that the body was found in, they had to drain it completely and cut it, the cut the sides open to get her out. And if she climbed in it herself, there would have been a ladder, and there wasn't one, right? Uh, I there. I know a ladder was mentioned, but I don't know if it was up to the tank or up to the roof. Oh. It said something about a ladder, but it's just like, and the clothes were floating in the water with her when they found her. So someone threw her belongings in the water? Unless she got in and just unclothed herself once she got in for the bath. Like, I, I feel like there's something. I just, I don't think it was, I, I definitely think it was a murder. What? That's insane. The fact that that's the only camera footage they have. Y'all need to get some better cameras up in here. <laughs> I mean, this wasn't, or it was in 2013. Yeah. So I feel like that's pretty, way... we were pretty technical technologically advanced is that how you say it oh but it says the toxicology report confirmed that she had consumed a number of medical drugs likely to be medication for her bipolar disorder but there were no indications of alcohol or any illegal substances so if she was having a bipolar episode she took at least one antidepressant a day took her second antidepressant and mood stabilizer recently but not that day she had not taken her antipsychotic recently antipsychotic what is so she had been diagnosed with bipolar and depression and may not have been taking her medications properly do you think if you didn't take like if someone didn't take their antidepressants they would just like spiral out of control since that since they were so used to like being stabilized uh antidepressant no a mood stabilizer yes 
because bipolar is known for their manic stages and their depressed like mm-hmm. it's obviously highs and lows and when you're in a manic stage it's just like you don't you don't know what's like i don't know you don't really know right from wrong you're yeah. very impulsive so maybe she did commit suicide then <sighs> yeah so i have a shorter one um it's not like a murder but it's just like a creepy thing that happened so mm-hmm. it says this story gives me chills to even think about this did not happen to me but it happened to a friend she was house sitting for a family that she didn't know super well it was nighttime and she was at the house alone She was just hanging out, and then all of a sudden she started hearing a clinking sound coming from the basement. She didn't know the house that well, but it didn't sound like a noise that a house would usually make. You know, like like creaking and stuff, like usually, that still freaks me out, but it's like kind of normal, like the house is like settling in. You know how when you hear like random noises in the house and it's no big deal, this was not one of them. It was not a consistent noise either, where it would have been a motor in the AC or something. So she goes, so she calls the cops from the house phone because she knew that the cops could track her, the address from the landline. And she asks for someone to come out to the house to check things out. The dispatcher told her that it would be a while since it wasn't an emergency. And she said, okay, and hung up and stayed upstairs. After about five minutes, five minutes, she heard sirens and saw lights getting closer to the house and then all of a sudden there's cops surrounding the house and a cop was banging on the door and once she answered he took her outside apparently there was a man with a machete downstairs banging on pipes trying to lure her down is a machete a knife i think so okay trying to lure her down or um or was going to come upstairs to kill her the dispatcher was on was the one that heard two people hang up the landline. So she like That means they were on the, the landline too. Yeah, so like Ugh. she hung up and then she heard another one hung up. Um and so she said the dispatcher was the one that heard two people hang up from the landline when mm-hmm. she clearly said she was home alone. The man had gotten in the basement through an unlocked window downstairs and was like and he was clinking on the pipes like waiting trying to get her to come downstairs. See, this is the thing. When I, like, get home, I, when I'm, like, this weekend, so, like, I was home alone all weekend. When I got home, I would check all the rooms. Yeah. And I told Dennis this the other day. I was, like, when I got home every single day, like, this weekend, you both were gone. Like, my mom and Dennis were out of town. I was, like, I checked all the rooms first thing. And he was, like, did you have anything? like to defend yourself and i was like no and he was like well then why did you check the rooms i was like because i'd rather have someone get me and me expect it than me sitting in my room like watching tiktoks and damn near literally and just coming in and murdering me that's fair that's i'm just like anytime i hear a noise after i heard that story i was just like okay not checking it out calling the cops immediately i think that's like one of the dumbest things that i do is like when i hear something like i immediately go and like try to figure out what it is yeah you even did that when we were younger like if we were in the basement and you heard something you're like i'm gonna go look at it in the yeah i'd room. always be the one and I was like, to go do it i'm gonna stay out here like let me know how it goes <laughs> like yeah even you in scream the, i'll call the cops and like even like when i go in the woods and stuff like by myself like if i hear something like i have to go and like figure out what it was yeah i don't know why i'm so adamant about that but like i can't just let it go on and i hate Oh my god, this is a machete. Yeah, it's like one of those, like, ninja knife shit. Jesus Christ. Like, he was gonna cut her up or... Oh my god. Here's the thing. 
reading these stories and like listening to like murders that have happened it's honestly insane how insane people are like I'm like terrified to be living in a world like this especially with how small like as small women like not that we can't defend ourselves but if a large man came up to get us yeah they would could probably get us i mean it's just the fact that like if you think about to, like old old days like i'm not talking olden days like our grandparents great grandparents i'm talking like old old days mm-hmm. like hunting gathering days yeah that's those are useful tactics to know how to make noises to attract someone so you can kill them or like mm-hmm. attract like so I feel like it's in our human, like, genetics and, like, our fight and flight, like, that kind of thing. hmm But so it's just so weird that some people, like, it just hasn't advanced. Yeah. Because, like, that technique would work if you were in war. That yeah. technique would work. Like... But why do you feel the need to use it in a local neighborhood home? Like, yeah. I just... I mean, we're glad that he did. I'm glad that he didn't just come upstairs and fucking oh, yeah, kill her. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just... But it's just, like, why are some people's brains just, like, not... Like, I don't know. Uh, uh, I, mean, I, I don't hate know. the unexplained. I like when there's fact and there's reason behind things. Like, mm-hmm. if we did an autopsy on him... Or not autopsy, a toxicology or whatever, and, like, saw that he had, like, some chemical imbalance or some crazy hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish all that could be explained. And when I don't know, it drives me crazy. I'm like, why? Like, that's why I have this book that's just all about, like, inside like, the psychology of murderers and stuff, and it's just, like, so interesting, because I'm, like, what is going through their head, or, like, there's this one show called, I'll look up the name of the show, but basically, it's just, like, getting inside the minds of serial killers, and this is, like, fictional, but it's, like, based on the real psychology that we have, Mm -hmm. and it just, like, blows my mind, like, they really, because, like, we think, we're, like, oh, like, wouldn't they feel like this, wouldn't they feel like that, and it's, like, no. no, they they really don't because they just, I don't know. Their heads are just so different. They, like, don't feel remorse. They don't feel bad. I wonder if I'll know this one. <laughs> uh, it happened in Indianapolis. Oh, Jesus. So, not super close to us, but, like, three hours. Yeah. So, fairly, fairly close. So, this happened... Because what's really cool about this website, if you guys ever want to look up, like, scary stories... It gives you links to all the, like, articles that came out when it happened. So, it gives you an overview, but then it's also like, oh, read the blah, blah, blah here. So, So this was originally posted in 2014, and it's called The Exorcisms of LaToya Amons. Oh, perfect. We love a good exorcism. (laughs) Yeah, really, really vibing with that. Yeah. (laughs) So, so it was originally posted in Jan- Wow, all the ones I'm picking are in January. So it was really posted. <laughs> originally posted in January of 2014, and it was about a woman and her three children who claimed to be possessed by demons. So, so not everyone like that was involved. Like, because if you don't believe in supernatural things, like my I know my brother and my dad both don't, so it's like understandable why people don't. Mm-hmm. But this cop that worked on the case actually multiple police officers investigators um catholic priests like they didn't really believe in like supernatural like that kind of stuff and then after like working 
not just listening to the family but like working with them and like investigating it like now they say they're all believers which is like crazy i hate things like that yeah because it has to be bad to like change like yeah it said it was one of the most unusual cases because it was like handled by the department of child services so like dcs worked with them since it was i believe a mom and did i say two kids or three? three okay yeah a mom and three kids so it was like police child protective services psychologists family members catholic priests like all of these people were working with this family because it was just like so insane so the mom said that it all started with flies oh great which when i originally read the story i like didn't mention that and then when i when i went into like the full overview of it it like mentioned that and i was like okay that's weird Mm -hmm. so they just moved in to a rental house in gary they moved in in 2011 they moved into a rental house on carolina street in gary and black flies black flies suddenly swarmed their screened in porch in december even though it was like Cold. cold yeah which isn't so obviously that's not normal and they like killed them you know fly swat like all that uh-huh. stuff and they just kept coming back well then one night they heard footsteps coming up the basement stairs and like creaks of the door mm-hmm. but like no one was there and they locked the doors and this noise like was still happening and then i think it was the grandma like awoke one night and saw a shadowy figure of a man pacing her living room and then she actually saw like wet boot prints like on the hardwood floor and so then i don't think it was the same night but later on i think amons is the mom and campbell is the grandma okay i could be mixing them up though but amons was in campbell's bedroom and started just like screaming mama mama which amons is like the mom of the three kids so yeah. it's not like she's like crying for her mom yeah. she's like freaking out and so she ran into her bedroom and um there was a the 12 year old granddaughter and a friend were like like having a sleepover and staying uh-huh. at the house and the 12 year old daughter was like levitating above the bed and unconscious and that shit actually happens i don't i don't know believe what you want but like oh. this is what it says and so then they were all like praying over her and so she- you mean under i'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're praying about her and she descended onto the bed and woke up with no memory of what happened and so her friends that were visiting that night like said they refused to like ever hang out with her again yeah. basically which don't blame them no and so then they started calling local churches because mm-hmm. they're like we don't know like what to do in this situation and pretty much everyone refused but then they finally talked to a priest and one of the officials at the like at the church that this priest was at told them that the house had spirits in it and that the family needs to clean it with like bleach and ammonia bleach yeah apparently that kills spirit. i don't know and use oil to draw crosses on every door and window so they did everything that they recommended and they even made um i guess after some of the church people came to the house they said there was over like 2000 spirit or 200 demons 200 sorry 200 demons like in their house and i was like what i well, at that point 
I'm moving. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not blessing. I'm not cleaning. Well, I'm not <laughs> doing anything. Well, or- the next thing it says is the best thing you can do is move. But she remembers that um, moving wasn't an option because they were so, like, strapped for cash. Oh, that so sucks. she just, like, took all their advice to try to make yeah. it work. And she even made, like, an altar in the basement and put, like, Mary and Joseph and a Bible and, like, all this stuff on the homemade um, altar. And, like, she opened up the Bible and, like, put it there and made everyone wear, like, white t-shirts and scarves and all this stuff to, like, show that they're pure. And they burned, like, the sage and sulfur mm-hmm. that you see, like, that mediums go around the house with. And um, just, like, did everything that they've ever heard to get rid of demons yeah. that possess a house. And so the kids were ages 7, 9, and 12. Okay. And it says that she describes her kids kids as having eyes that bulged evil smiles crossed their faces and their voices deepened every time that it happened like every time that there was they could sense a presence and so they were like possessing them almost i guess and um the youngest like boy was seven at the time and i guess they like found him in a closet talking to a- another boy that no one else could see and apparently and he said that the boy was describing what it felt like to be killed to the seven-year-old so some kid that no mm-hmm. one could see apparently was telling the Don't. son that actually lived there what it felt like to be killed and then after that he flew out of the bathroom as if he had been flown and smacked his head so hard on the headboard that he had to get stitches wait out of the bathroom or out of the closet this was like a different encounter but it was still like the seven-year-old okay and um like he like something like shoved him so so hard that he flew out of the bathroom and into a headboard so hard that it made him have to get stitches so it's not like he like 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 yeah oh god and um and then the 12 year old told mental health professionals that sometimes she felt as if she were being choked and held down so she couldn't speak or move and she recounted that she once heard a voice say that she would never see her family again and wouldn't live after another 20 minutes which like, obviously she did but that's yeah. like what the heck that would freak me out so they said some nights were so bad that the family splurged and spent money to go stay at a hotel and so then they decided to like go see like medical help Mm -hmm. and the doctors basically were saying like delusions hallucinations like saying that she was like delusional and all this stuff they're all delusional every single one of them yeah that's what he was saying but then um the sons cursed him like cursed the doctor yeah like there's like demonic voices came out and were like screaming at him and then literally while he was in this like a doctor's office hospital i don't really know like what exactly where they were but they said that um his head spun around (laughs) (laughs) no he the boy was lifted and thrown into the wall with nobody touching him so someone from the doctor's office called 911 and eight police officers showed up and they couldn't figure out like what happened like how did this kid just like fly into a wall yeah and the little boy 
yeah, I guess. Man, this dude just can't crawl <laughs> around like a rag doll. What the fuck? And the boy woke up in the hospital and screamed and, like, was freaking out. And it said it took five men to hold him down. A seven-year-old boy? It took five men to hold a seven-year-old boy down? Yeah. So, um, so they did a psych evaluation on the mom. Yeah. To, like, see if what she, the story she was recounting was, like, credible. Mm-hmm. And she was determined to be of sound mind like she wasn't having delusions or hallucinations or anything someone was interviewing the family and the seven-year-old boy started like growling with his teeth (sighs) and like his eyes rolled back in his head and then the little boy put his hands around the older brother's throat and like wouldn't let go and it took like multiple adults to like pry him off and so then they took the little like two boys into an exam room for an interview and the seven-year-old started like, stared into his brother's eyes and, like, began to growl again and said, it's time to die, I will kill you, in, like, a deep, like, demonic voice. Mm -hmm. Like, it was not his voice. What the fuck? And while the youngest boy spoke, the older brother was, like, headbutting the grandma in the stomach. I don't know why. And so the grandma held his hand and started praying. Okay, ugh, I am literally getting the chills. And then, and, like, this is with witnesses of yeah. Child Protective Services because that's who's doing the interview. The nine-year-old had a weird grin. I literally have goosebumps. Oh, my gosh. And walked backwards up a wall to the ceiling and flipped over his grandma and landed on his feet, never letting go of her hand. How did your arm do that? Walk backwards up a wall onto the ceiling and then come in front of her. Without ever letting go of her hand. Huh? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. They need to be. And I... they said that, like, it was, like, gliding. Like, it wasn't like he was running or, like, mm-hmm. had, like, a lot of power to, like, momentum to flip over her. Like, some, like, trick, you know? Mm-hmm. No, it was like he was just, like, gliding around. Imagine seeing some shit like oh, that. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. And... She, like, the interviewer ran out of the room, and, like, everyone said what that the fuck did the they didn't know what was do? going on, and they made everyone that, like, was just, like, taking, like, the interview, taking notes, all that, like, yeah. get out, and, and the doctor- And they left the grandma in there? I, I don't know. She's like, I'm still praying. <laughs> God damn. And the doctor didn't believe him, asked him to do it again. Do it again. Yeah, do <laughs> yeah. it again. And- do a flip um the interviewer was like this kid wasn't himself when he did that like his eyes were in the back of his head and he had a freaky grin on his face like it wasn't him that did it and the boy said he didn't remember doing it oh my god that's the worst like your body just getting taken over by something so like a police report literally quoted it saying that like there was an evil influence affecting the family yeah i don't do demonic shit well nope can't do it don't like it nope i like wouldn't be as scared if there wasn't as so many like witnesses that were viewing this mm-hmm. and but apparently dcs still took custody of the kids they pro- oh, they took them away from the mom yeah what'd they do with them because it clearly wasn't her fault no i don't think they like blamed her but they like separated them and imagine having all that happen to you and then your mom getting taken away from you 
Like oh, as they if were he... asking a reverend to perform exorcism on him. So like removing yeah. the spirit. So but they had to like go through all the process of ruling out any like natural cause. So he like went to like various hospitals and yep. stuff. But yeah, the reverend went in and like cleaned the home, prayed over the home, but saw that there was like a flickering light. Like he could see the flickering light from like outside, but then like when he would go in, it would like stop. So the reverend literally said, like, oh, it must be scared of me. Oh, my God. But, like, the whole family, I guess, refused to go inside the house afterwards. Yeah, I would. Which, like, I don't blame them. The fact that all of that was happening outside the house, that means it, it was literally attached to them. Yeah, like, it wasn't just in that. If it was happening in the, like, hospital, yeah. doctor's office, whatever. But it's just, like, and then I just don't want to go too much into detail because I know we don't have a lot of time, but... If you go, like, you can actually look on Indie Star, and it just gives all the recounts of every officer that went to the house. Mm-hmm. There would be pictures, and they would have, like, strange silhouettes in them. Um, they would take, like, the recording devices that police officers use to record, like, conversations and interviews. It would, as soon as they went in the house, it would flicker as if it was... Like, you know, like, when your battery's dying, mm-hmm. they would put new batteries in and then walk in the house and it would do the same thing. I can't really tell from this report whether or not they're together again or not. I, I believe. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, two years later, she got custody back of her kids. So, they Hopefully were. Hopefully she. Oh, yeah. She, you said she never went back in the house again. So, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they said they went back for investigations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And to do, like, the ritual cleanings and stuff. At that point, but... do not put that house back up on the market. <laughs> no, just burn it. Burn it. But, like, even burning it, I feel like the spirits or the demons or whatever you'd like to call them still, like, reside there. Like, you can't just burn a demon. Like, it's still. Like... I feel like they would go somewhere else, which isn't any better. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't really know how much into exorcisms Mm -hmm. and how real they are what they actually do but i mean they have to be so well known for a reason right like they have to semi work so yeah i don't know it says that there was no demonic presidents or spirits in the home on january 10th of 2013 see this is exactly why i want to build my own house like Okay. Yeah, because you will have I, no question about, like... I have said this so many times. One of the main reasons I want to build my own house is because I don't want to deal with some bullshit like that. Yeah, because you don't know what's going on. No, like, I feel like even, like, just, like, listening to My Favorite Murderer and, like, hearing about these things, when I do buy a house, I'm going to have to do extensive research in the history of the house. Yeah, because or any apartments. Literally. Because well, even when we went to Florida that one year, we stayed in that hotel and we didn't know its past. And then my mom was like, oh yeah, it's one of the most haunted hotels. And like, there was like a... I don't remember that. Oh, um, yeah. It was when we stayed in Daytona. When we, we like stayed in two different places. Oh. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember switching hotels, but I don't remember which one was. It was the one with like the giant chess set and then we could walk out to the beach. There was a pool. What? Yeah. It was like on like the 13th floor or something. Oh, perfect. No, wait, no. It was on like the second floor. It was, I remember it being like oddly low because someone jumped off the balcony. What? And so they were saying like it was haunted and... But, like, I don't remember. Like, great, Mom. Great pick. I remember 
I think it was my dad and I, no, my dad wouldn't have done it. He doesn't believe, but I think it was maybe my mom and I, I, don't, I would assume you would have came, but I remember we walked along the floor and like found the exact room number. I do not remember. I probably blocked it from my, <laughs> to be honest, in my hand. Like, nope, too scary for me. Literally, but I mean, we have more stories to come. I have. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. This it's only the beginning of the is, month. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a. Ooh, and a half editing these. I don't have to do it during the day. I don't even know when I'm going to edit this. Because, like, I'm not. Because I usually edit at night and then go yeah. to bed. Like Oh, and with yet, this. No, not happening. We don't know how that going to have to edit it during the day when people are at my house. But, um, yeah, so I guess look for, if you like these kind of episodes, then just look forward to three rest, more of them. Yeah, the Because rest of the we've month. got more coming. And, um, yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Happy Halloween. Happy spooky season. Yeah, I was going to say happy spooky season. It's not quite Halloween yet, but... It's coming up, but we good with where we are now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. All right. All right. Well, we'll talk to you in the next episode. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Slimby Marie Podcast. My personal is Kaylee underscore pretty. Alexis is... Underscore... Fuck me. Alexis Rams. Alexis underscore. Oh, wait. I'm lame. Alexis Rams. No, it's just just plain. It's just my name. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.